Jason, the managing director of TJM Institutional Services to talk financials. Chris, good Monday morning to you. I saw uh, some interesting, unexpected central bank activity. You've got the Russian ruble to a new all-time low against the U.S. dollar, and then they raise rates from 9.5% to 20%. I mean, staggering in many ways, but I guess drastic times call for drastic measures. Yeah, well, when they, uh, these, these sanctions have teeth, and, you know, they're trying to make the Russian uh, public feel the pain for Mr. Putin's actions. And uh, this is one way to do it, right? If you go to, you know, last week, you could have gotten a mortgage for 3% or 4% or 5%. Now it's 20. Yeah. Um, that, that, that generally doesn't give, give you popularity points. Although when you're dealing with a dictator, it's, you know, how much pain do you have to inflict before something changes? Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely going to impactful. The interesting thing is, is what's going to happen with our central bank now? When was the last time that the central bank raised rates when we're going into a when we're having a, a, a kind of a, you know, an international issue like we're having right now? So that's that's going to be interesting to see as well. Um, you're you're going to see a lot of moves, and I think this is going to be one of those times where the moment you feel like you've got it figured out, yeah, that's probably a that's probably a reverse indicator. So be careful. Well, we were talking about that uh, earlier in the show, and uh, we always used to joke on the floor, anyone, t any, anyone who tells you that they know which way the market's going or what's about to come next is basically lying to you. So, uh, But let's talk about some of the currencies to watch here this week. Uh, obviously, the euro currency, it seems to have held up pretty well considering some of the uncertainties that are going on on many of their country's eastern borders. You've got uh, the euro, again, down to 111 recently, but for the most part, uh, again, it's been holding up. Yeah, it's been holding up, and it's. You've also seen the, the dollar, right? We got a new mm -hmm. poked our head up on Thursday to a, uh, I think it was an 18-month high. Mm -hmm. So 97.73, yeah. Yeah, hanging in there well. Um, you know, I just pulled up the British pound. You know, the British pound fell to a two-month low. Not surprisingly, okay. when, when, so when things like this happen, when people put their nukes on high alert, people yeah. generally want the U.S. dollar. Yeah. And um, so that's it. The other thing I would say too, if you're trading currencies, I, I've had. A few talks with some clients and some uh, other people smarter than I am, and you know Russia's got a large uh, holding of gold, mm -hmm. so that may be their one. That may be one reason why people are why is it gold? You know, gold can't get you know can't get get out of its own way. It's sitting here at 1911, mm -hmm. 1930. Um, you could see you know that's probably what's going on behind the scenes. They're probably liquidating their gold so so they can uh, um, you know raise some hard currency there. Um, but I think that it remains to be seen what happens when, when this last sanction, they froze $640 billion. Mm -hmm. And then you started off the show with that with that comment. I mean, that's why interest rates went to 20%. You know, are the oligarchs going to feel the pain? No. But, you know, the the middle class in Russia or what passes for the middle class these days, they're, they're going to feel the, the hurt. You know, Chris, I saw something interesting over the weekend and all, all week last week, I kept wondering why isn't uh, the sanctions being directly put on Putin uh, versus some of these, uh, you know, uh, members of his community, his friends and uh, uh, close relationships, business partners, ultimately. Um, uh, but the question here, again, I guess, was answered when I found out we don't even really know what he has in terms of assets here in the U.S., and which I was 
just floored to find out. I mean, I can't believe in this day and age that we can't track and figure out if President of the Russia, Vladimir Putin, has assets here in the U.S. And I guess the question here is, will these sanctions ultimately, uh, over the long haul, is this going to be something that's going to uh, provide some sort of a result? Or is this just kind of, uh, you know, I mean, President Biden told us ultimately the sanctions are going to hurt Americans as well. Yeah, right. They're going to they're hurt Americans. They're going to hurt um, uh, Europeans. And uh, so that's why, you know, we got to get this thing resolved, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, I think that's that's going to be, you know, and I don't think it's going to happen in a week or two. It looks yeah. like this might, this look might like take it. a month or six weeks. Um, so, you know, that's the risk there. But uh, I would say, you know, gold is a currency. Um, and uh, you're, you're seeing it that sit there, you know, 1911. There's a lot of opportunities, though. That's the one thing. And you you talked about that earlier. You know, if, if anybody tells you they know where it's going, yeah, mm, I, I would be, resist yeah. that temptation. You, know, you were on the floor. I was on the floor. When we were on the floor. Basically, what we did is we got the edge, right? We bought it on the bid or the offer and then right. worked out the risk. Right. So that's where we're at right now. You're get, if you can get an edge, if you can buy it on the bid or the offer, then work out of it. But um, there's definitely going to be continued volatility. You've seen it all over the place. I mean, we've had a $2 trading range in soybeans, just for instance, you know, in the last two days. I mean, that's that's a uh, great opportunity, but also a horrendous risk. And I don't see that going away anytime soon. And, you know, the, the stock market, the S&P, the 500, I was pretty impressed at how well that it held in last night. There was a lot of fear uh, on that Sunday Sunday night opening. Uh, we're still holding roughly around the 10% correction off those all-time highs. So that's a positive thing moving forward. But um, again, don't get locked into one idea and make sure you've got an exit plan. And I think you'll, you could, you can pick off some good trades here. This is a market where you go for singles and doubles. I like that. I like that. And uh, swinging for the fence, ultimately, you can get hurt under these circumstances. We were talking about that a minute ago in terms of access to the micros and kind of downsizing a little bit with the increased volatility. Uh, Kurt, I wanted to get your thoughts on treasuries. When you get a gap down, nuclear uh, weapons uh, uh, mention of ultimately over the weekend, you're going to expect to see a bit of a lift in treasuries. But I did notice even amidst the, uh, uh, some of the big movement we saw to the upside in terms of uh, uh, the indices and uncertainties still, the two-year, the five-year continued on that trajectory to the downside last week, a new low for the year, and basically signaling again that the Fed uh, expectations are high, that we are going to see, uh, again, multiple rate hikes, and uh, we see it more pronounced probably on the shorter end. I've got the two-year here right now. I got down to, well, the lower extreme of that 107 handle uh, again. Probably more watch the TNX and the 30-year, uh, the TYX, but I'm keeping an eye on the short end as well in terms of some of the weakness there and continued uh, trajectory southbound. Yeah, and one way to play the shorter interest rates is Eurodollar futures, right? It's okay. basically a, a, the, the CD. It's a 30-day. So you can, you can uh, again, there's opportunity there, and uh, we haven't had uh, opportunity like this in the yield curve for a while uh, because, you know, we're so flat. So, mm -hmm. again, with risk comes reward. But, yeah, I would watch the, I would watch the euro dollar futures, um, this, you know, the 30-day the uh, short-term uh, rate, like the, also the Fed funds. But, yeah, the two-year, five-year, there's going to be opportunities there as well. Um, and we'll see. The market's still pricing in rate hikes. We're going to have this meeting. We'll see. Now the question is: Is it going to be you know a quarter point or a half a point? Um, this uh, Fed chair, he's been pretty measured. Um, you know, I, I would say that 
the odds are probably a little bit better depending and you can look and see what the the fed funds futures thinks but it's probably going to be closer to a quarter point now simply because of the the um the the economic volatility that we're seeing right now because of what's going on in ukraine Chris, lastly, before we let you get out of here, we've been keeping an eye on Ecodata here in the U.S., and we just broke down some of the numbers that are headed our way this week. But when you look at some of the numbers globally, it seems like the numbers very much mixed. Even the numbers out of Japan, it seemed like the retail sales a little bit better than expected. But some of the other data, again, just not measuring up, it seems like uh, uh, a much more uh, kind of muted expansion as we begin the year than we had seen into the end of the year. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, I look at it this way. You know, we stretched the rubber band pretty, pretty yeah. far yeah. with the, the the pandemic. You know, it's it snapped back pretty good if you've been long uh, looking at any commodities. So we may be due for a breather. I think a lot of people are maybe are heading to the sidelines if they've made, made profits in the past, you know, two, three, four months. We've had a tremendous rally in all commodities. And now with this uncertainty with the war, when somebody fires up their nukes, and says they put them on high alert. Yeah, that makes everybody stand back a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, you know, I'm 55. I can remember the 60s and 70s, and it's kind of odd to be looking at that type of risk again. And the market is going to play that out. You know. So the good thing is, for now, we're actually pretty stable. And um, I think that again, I'm always a glass half full person. Um, we'll hopefully, you know, a month or two from now, we'll be looking back on this and saying, oh, that was a wild ride, but you know, we did okay. Kurt, 55, I had you pegged for 40, 42, 43 maybe, so uh, you're looking pretty good there. No, I'm kidding around, but I uh, do appreciate you joining us here, sharing your insights with us this morning. A very busy morning ahead of a busy week, Kurt. Uh, uh, or, uh, always appreciate you joining us, Chris. Uh, thanks for uh, sharing your Monday morning.